don't let this hot weather fool you. It's still hurricane season in H-Town. So on today's episode, I'm bringing on ABC 13's newest meteorologist, Elise Smith, to give us tips on what we can do today in case a hurricane does hit the city later on in the season. From tips to getting your home ready for a major storm to the essentials you need to pack right now, we're getting you prepped so you don't have to panic later. It's Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. I'm Raheel Ramtanawi, and here's what Houston's talking about. Elise, welcome into CityCast Houston. How are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty well this morning. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Okay, I need you to settle a debate for me, okay? We always hear this during the hot months and the cold months. You coming from Buffalo, what would you rather have, a northeast winter or one of these hot Houston summers? What's better? Oh, gosh. You know what? I think you need to ask me that in August (laughs) next (laughs) month um, or maybe even September. But I will say after forecasting over 100 inches of snow, Last winter, I might be looking forward to not forecasting as much snow this winter. (laughs) See, so I'm hearing, you know what? I'll take the hot summer over that 100 inches of snow stuff. I'm with you. Look, there you go. We're settling debates here. That's what I like. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about hurricane prep. It is hot outside right now, and this is almost a perfect time, right, to prep for the rest of hurricane season. We're in it, but it really doesn't start for us here in the city of Houston until about August, it seems like. So let's start with listeners' houses right now. Like, how can they prep things around the house to be ready for hurricane season? Yeah, I think as someone, too, who is new to the area, just moved here, this is my very first hurricane season. If you've just moved here or maybe you've moved to a new neighborhood, I think the best thing to do first is just talk to neighbors and ask them about what does hurricane season look like in this particular neighborhood? Because we know all of Southeast Texas, you are going to be impacted by weather differently depending on where you live. So I think just opening that conversation is going to be a really good starting point for you. So you know specifically how to prepare. I know it might be difficult as well. You might be an introvert. I get it. You can use Facebook or whatever, but just talking to neighbors, your landlord or your property manager, if you live um, in an apartment building or a condo, I think that's a really great starting point. And then going from there, specific things that you might need in your neighborhood or in your house or wherever you live. Uh, One thing is just making sure that you have proper insurance which yes. we can we can get into that a little bit later but making sure you have proper insurance talk to several different insurance companies um and then also making sure uh, after that having the proper inspections done on your house to see what specific kinds of insurance you might need or uh what you can do to prepare to really help mitigate any impacts you are going to have from a hurricane. The main thing is always going to be water here and flooding. So that flood insurance is key and critical. We can talk a little bit about that later, but making sure you have the insurance, the proper inspection so you can get the most of your insurance. And then also inside the home, if you have any uh, valuable um, pieces that you don't want to be impacted by a hurricane. So those can be insured. like. If you have a really old painting that your great grandmother gave to you, what are you going to do with that if a big storm is coming? Uh, how can you store that? How can you protect that? Um, I'm actually reading a book right now about some of the f- major flooding that happened during Hurricane Harvey and how a lot of the families, they would rent out storage units or they would try to move really important pieces to different family members who lived a little farther north or east or west who weren't going to be impacted. 
Yeah, that's such a good point, right? Because the fear of Hurricane Harvey will always live in Houstonians' mm -hmm. uh, minds, right? About the flooding and what happened. But if you move to a new neighborhood, just simply posting on Nextdoor or a Facebook group, like, hey, what, what can we expect? You'll get some good answers and you might be relieved. Like, actually, we didn't get that much flooding, right? Over here, but this the neighborhood over did. So it's a really good way to start. And with the home insurance... I don't think I've ever bought flood insurance before Hurricane Harvey, but every year since, I, hey, FEMA, sign me up, baby. I Take my money. I don't care if it goes up. I just want right. that peace of mind. And here's the thing to know about the FEMA flood maps. They are old, like years old, decades old, which I'm not pointing fingers at FEMA. I'm trying to keep this as middle ground as possible. But the thing is, we know, especially since Hurricane Harvey, the tax day flood, all of those things, we've put so much effort into flood mitigation here that Houston floods differently. It floods differently depending on where you live. It floods differently because of where the rain falls, because of what's been done to the infrastructure to help mitigate flooding. So insurance companies might be basing the different kinds of insurance, the deductions you can get, what you need based on old data. So I think yeah. that too comes into play where it's like talking to people, where if an insurance company is saying you don't need flood insurance, but your neighbor two doors down is like, we had to get flood insurance because we flooded. That's where I think sharing information with each other is really critical. Yeah. Another tip I want to add with the house, uh, and I've started to do this a little bit, is getting your supplies right now for the exterior part, right? So if you are worried about things hitting your windows, or if you don't have double pane windows or anything like that, like start getting those boards now because the supply is high. Don't wait until the week of the storm because it is a nightmare trying to get supplies. Sandbags, even if you want to just store them right now, like do that now. Trimming your trees even, that's one thing I'm doing a lot. Like Every year before hurricane season starts, I'm like, please trim the trees correctly because I don't want any damage. Exactly. I talked to Travis a little bit about this because I'm new. Mm. I don't know. But there are companies out there that will come to your house and actually measure the windows and yeah. build you specific window covers to help you, which I think is awesome. Another thing to do, especially now that, I mean, college and moving in dorm season is coming, there are a lot of like plastic bins and plastic storage containers at a lot of grocery stores or big box stores, getting those that you can put your valuables in and protect them, especially when we're talking about water, having something that can be vacuum sealed for anything that you don't want to get wet, and then having a place to put them. And that might just be yeah. good practice too with home organization and everything. I love it. Let's go to the inside of the house now. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, talk about how we can prep the inside of the house. What tips do you have? So I think one thing that's important is having that emergency kit, right? Is, but, and yes. that's not just for um, hurricanes, but generally, too, for any major storm, you want to make sure that you are prepared. And to your point, being proactive and buying all of those supplies now. So, of course, ABC 13, we produce this hurricane tracking guide that is at Kroger. It has all of the things you need in that hurricane kit, but I also know things can be expensive. And sometimes people might not have places to store all this stuff that you should have in a hurricane kit. So I've kind of whittled down some of the most important things to have in your home in case a big storm is coming. And they're things that you should buy now because you know when that storm is coming, things are going to sell out. There's going to be panic buying. As much as we say don't panic buy, it's human nature, I understand. Uh, but one of the top thing is going to be water. 
which I think is so ironic because with hurricanes, one of the biggest impacts for most of us is water, but making sure you have water and more water because that water, especially if you're talking about losing power for several days or being stuck for several days, you're going to need to brush your teeth, use the restroom, water to survive for you, your pets, your kids, your family. So having enough water is going to be critical. Another thing, of course, uh, flashlights and batteries. There are some flashlight kits that I've seen that are big flashlights and they come with extra batteries, which I think is awesome uh, because your iPhone is going to lose power really quickly once you actually do lose power. Um, So flashlights are huge. Non-perishable foods and things that have high protein is important. And then also making sure you have enough food to sustain your pets, your little ones, whoever else in your family. So I think those are those top things to have in an emergency kit. Besides some of the things hopefully you already have in your home, like a first aid kit, emergency supplies, et cetera. Uh, But water is, I think, the biggest thing. But also that uh, hurricane tracking guide has everything you need on the back of it in both English and Spanish, which I think is awesome. Love that. Love that. The other thing I've started to do is I just put important documents in one area. I don't put it in the emergency kit yet, but just in case, because this happened to us during Hurricane Harvey, like literally it was a 30 minute window where we're like, okay, we got to evacuate. We got to go. So I didn't have time to grab everything. And the one thing I was like, man, I should have grabbed, you know, these documents just in case, because it is a nightmare. Once you do get on a boat or you do get rescued, you are in a pack of nowhere. Like people are just all over. And if you need something or somebody gets lost, like having these documents just in one area helps a lot as well. Yeah. It's that being proactive and organizing now, just in case, Mm -hmm. right? I I always think it's not an if, but a when. And Houston knows that wholeheartedly through experience and through devastation, which is so sad. But hopefully it seems like this community is very resilient. And every time we go through something, we learn more and we're better prepared for the future, which I love it. And yeah. a forecaster, that's that's all you can hope for, right? Um, but another yeah. thing along those lines is something that I've been researching too to help me be a better weather communicator ahead of you know what could be a busy hurricane season is understanding those evacuation zones, the zip zones, especially farther oh, south. Yeah. I know that's not necessarily an impact for Houston, but our coastal neighbors and friends and family down there, because those have been updated. I think the last update was after 2017. So just making sure you understand where you are, what you're located, what those guidelines are especially with local affiliates and local authorities uh, to understand when you really should evacuate and where to evacuate to if you have to. No, really good tip. Any other tips that we might have forgotten in this conversation that listeners should prep right now? Um, I think a good thing to ask, especially if you're new to the area or moved to a new neighborhood, started a new job, is talk to your employer about what happens if a hurricane is coming. You know, will I be able to work from home? Will I be able to evacuate child care? All of those things, which I know is another stressor. So if that's just a quick conversation, a quick Slack text to your manager being like, hey, if this were to ever happen, how would we go about this? I think could also eat a lot of stress if it were to happen. I mean, that's obviously something I have talked about here. Like if a hurricane's coming, what am I going to do? Or I know I'm going to be working here, but what are our plans here at ABC 13? Um, Obviously it's all hands on deck, but what does that mean? What would that look like for me? And then that could help me better prepare if, you know, some of my neighbors having them check in on my property or things like that. So 
having all your boxes checked, right? These, these are my family. This is what work could look like. This is how the, it could impact my life. You know, we were lucky in Hurricane Harvey that we didn't lose communication, right? Our telephones were still working. We could still communicate and it would, you know, get clogged up from time to time, but you could still call somebody and make sure that, hey, if you are evacuating, I'm going to meet you here. But one of the lessons I learned was I talk to my family now because I have a lot of family in the area and we've all discussed this that, hey, in case there's a hurricane and we can't reach each other, we're going to meet at our uncle's house in San Antonio. So like start making your way towards there. Planning out evacuation routes is really important as well. Yes. And I know that's something learned from lessons past of not getting stuck in an evacuation either. Um, So it's being proactive, right? Proactive and prepared. Mm -hmm. That's something too, just with weather, I think is so different. Sometimes news can be very reactive and weather, we're always proactive, right? We're forecasting the future. We're telling you what the impacts are going to be. So think about that too, with hurricane preparedness and storm preparedness, like just take a moment to think about these things, give it that time because it will relieve some stress in the long run because going through or preparing for a big storm when you know it's coming, like we can forecast with hurricanes, that's going to be stressful in and of itself. So anything you can do to relieve that now is great. All right, let's talk about your time in Houston so far. (laughs) You've hit like two months now, roughly, right? Because you got here around May. Mm -hmm. How are you liking Houston? Um, So I think I'm like... (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> it's um. I I mean, I came here for the job. I've always moved for the job, and I've lived in three completely different parts of the country now. I'm originally from uh, Chicago, Illinois, the Southwest suburbs, and my first job was in Jefferson City, Missouri. So, Tornado Alley covered a big tornado there. Then I moved to Buffalo, Lake Effect Country, snow capital of America, <laughs> and now I'm here in Houston. So obviously I love all kinds of weather. I love a good adventure, which is what brought me to Houston. But even when I was interviewing here, I was pleasantly surprised about how kind people are. Yeah. Um, even when I, you know, I just went to a local cafe or a restaurant and was just trying to talk about, you know, what is living here in Houston like? What are people like? What is Houston? Um, I wouldn't have come here if I didn't get a good vibe, even from yeah. my first initial time here. I love mm-hmm. it. What's been your favorite part so far? Oh, um, I, I think what's really funny is the fact that I have like a pool at the apartment complex that I live in, which I think it seems so funny to people because it's like, it's here, it's hot. We use a pool year round. Like coming yeah. from Buffalo, it, it just kind of feels like I've been on vacation in like Florida for like two months. <laughs> it's like, I can go down to the pool and it's hot. So I just, I approach everything like it's a new adventure and I come with yeah. an open mind um, and we just kind of go from there. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us and giving us these great tips. And we enjoy watching you on ABC 13. So keep up the great work. And hopefully you have something more to do than just talk about heat here in the upcoming weeks, right? Like, I know it gets kind of boring. It's like, well, look, the heat dome right? is back. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be hot, Thank guys. you, Raheel. Yes. I <laughs> mean, yeah, part of my job, you. too, is covering uh, climate change and climate impacts and all these other different kinds of stories, uh, which I love. Yeah. So on days when I'm not forecasting and I don't have to talk about it's hot, back to you. I get to kind yeah. of expand upon different things, which I think is pretty cool. I <laughs> love that. Well, we love it. Thank you so much, Thank Elise. Thank you. That was Elise Smith. You can watch her on ABC 13 and read her latest on ABC13.com. Before we get out of here, producer Carleon Jones has some news for us. Take it away, Carleon. 
Hey, Rahil. So the new school year is quickly approaching, and with it is coming some new curriculum changes for HISD. Starting in August, 85 HISD campuses will begin teaching the science of reading, which is crafted by 50 years of research and development for the best reading practices for learning. It'll be based on five principles. Phonemic awareness, which is the ability to recognize individual sounds in a word. Phonics, which is a focus on how these sounds look in writing. Reading fluency, vocabulary, and language comprehension. The new curriculum has already been piloted in six schools last year under former superintendent Miller House II, who also had plans to expand the program. If you want to know more about what this new curriculum will mean for students at HISD, check out the story in our show notes. Thanks, Carly. That will do it for today. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned something new. The one thing that is uh, I haven't gotten over yet, which I'm looking at it from like a comedic point of view, is um, when I walk outside and the humidity just like hits you like a wall. It's just yes. like, well, okay it's humid and uh wow <laughs> so yeah oh did you like your straight hair today well too bad because this humidity is is gonna change that really quick. yes yes